Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. We're in a series that we started on Wednesday nights entitled Prayer. Prayer. We, we, we did part one a couple weeks ago, and then we had our adoration night last week. Amen. So uh, we're going to continue that. So I want you to turn to the book of Matthew, chapter 6, uh, and go down to verse 9. We're going to be reading 9 through 13. So Matthew, chapter 6, 9 through 13. And it says this, this, this then is how you should pray. And I want you to repeat this after me. Amen. Say, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us of our debts as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. And some scriptures say, for yours is the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. We need to understand that God wants to have a relationship with us as a father. That when we pray, we can go to God with confidence because he is our father who's in heaven. And tonight I want to minister a subtitle of the the series prayer, Holy God. Holy God. I want us to look and understand that our Father who's in heaven is a holy God. How many know that he's a, we serve a holy God? Come on. Our prayers must be directed to heaven. God's throne is in heaven. In Psalms chapter 103, verse 19, it says this. It says, the Lord has established his throne in heaven, and his kingdom rules over all. It's before God's throne that Christ is appearing, and he's, here, he's appearing be, on, our, on our behalf as a mediator for all the believers. How I many know that God, that Christ prays for you? He mediates for us, amen? The things that we don't know what to pray for, he takes it to the Father for us, amen? And so it says in Acts chapter 7, verse 55 to 56, it says, But Stephen, full of the Holy Spirit, looked up to heaven and saw the glory of God, and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. He said, look, he said, I see heaven open up and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. The words, our Father in heaven, tells us that you and I can boldly approach the throne of God with confidence in whatever we need. How many of you can go to Daddy, whatever you need? You can go confidently to God and say, God, this is what I need in my life. God, this is what I'm going through. God, this is what I I, I need you to show up and and I need you to to help me in it. And God will show up and do whatever he needs in your life. You have that confidence because you can go to your daddy for anything. Tell your neighbor, you can go for anything. See, the heavens reveal the power and the glory of God. The The believer's true citizenship Our citizenship is in heaven. Amen? We're just passing through. Tell your neighbor, we're just passing through. 
Come on, we're passing through, and we're gonna, and we're getting to. We gotta understand that our citizenship is in heaven, and so we're passing through to get through where we belong. Therefore, the longing of a mature Christian's heart is to be in heaven with our Father. Come on, that is our goal, guys, to make it to heaven. So we are to direct our attention, our prayers, our energies, and our concerns towards heaven. Come on, somebody. Our Heavenly Father reveals himself when we direct and connect ourselves in prayer, when we connect our attention, our energies, and our life towards him. And when you and I do this, church, the love and power of God starts to flow in our lives. Come on, when you start to connect to daddy, amen, when you start to direct everything towards the heavens, amen, and your father, all your concerns, all your worries, everything, something supernatural happens inside of us, and you start to feel the power, and you start to feel the love of God in our lives, amen. Come on, don't you feel good when you pray towards God? When you pray to our father that's in heaven, amen, something inside of us starts to flow. Our text says, our father who is in heaven, hallowed be thy name, or holy is thy name. Come on. His name is holy, church. His name is to be counted and treated differently because his name is holy. Our prayers is to treat the name of God differently. Amen. Holy means to be set apart. His name is to be a set apart above all other names. Amen. He's above any other name. Can somebody say amen? In 1 Peter chapter 1, 15 to 16, it says this, But he, but as he who called you is holy, you also be holy in all your conduct. Because it is written, Be holy, for I am holy. See, the first thing that we should do when we pray is to praise and glorify God. Why? Because he's a holy God. Come on, somebody. See, the thing that most Christians do, the thing is, when they start to pray to God, they start praying and they start to ask instead of praise. Come on. Come on. People start asking their wants. They start complaining. They start, they start this and that. I want this. I need that. And it's a list of all the needs that they want instead of praising and glorifying God. And that's why Jesus makes a point to show us how to pray by starting with our Father, who is in heaven, hollow be thy name. Come on, when you start to say that, you're glorifying God. You're Holy is your name, God. You know what? God, my God in heaven, holy is your name. And the believer's prayer is for God's name to be honored by all mankind. You got to understand that the throne of God is an actual place. Come on, somebody. So when you're praying and you're directing towards heaven and you're praying to your Father who is in heaven and he's a holy God, amen, and when you're directing that, you got to understand there is an actual place. There is an actual throne that God is sitting upon, amen. We're not praying to something just out there, amen, hallelujah. Come on, we're praying to the actual throne of God. That's why he says you can come boldly to the throne of God with your requests. And what? We'll receive what? Mercy. Come on, we can go to God for anything. you got to have that confidence. We don't need to be shy about it. We don't need to be second-guessing God. That when we go to Daddy and we go in confidence and say, Dad, this is what I need, amen, you got to understand that you'll receive it. 
Come on, somebody say, I'll receive it. You got to have that confidence. Come on, you ever had that, you know, I know that sometimes, you know, our, our earthly fathers are not like, it's not like our heavenly father. Come on, sometimes some of us were scared to talk, tell dad, I mean, uh, can I have five bucks? You know, we're like, you're like, no! You know, <laughs> we're afraid of that. I don't know him. And my dad used to say, no, hallelujah. It's not Friday, you know. But, you know, <laughs> but our God's not like that. It don't have to be Friday for him to give you something. You can go confidently when you need something and say, dad, uh, this is where I need. This is what I'm going through. And you'll receive something. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. So we're actually praying to an actual throne. God is at the throne, and we can come to the throne, to the throne of God and boldly ask him whatever we need. In Revelation chapter 4, verse 8, it says, John describes his glorious vision of God's throne and the angels around saying, Holy, 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 the Lord all God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Come on, that's what they're doing, amen. There's angels singing that right now, even as I'm preaching. Now, holy, holy, holy. I mean, they're just worshiping God. And this is the place that Jesus is calling you and I to, to come before the Father who's in heaven, that his name is holy, that we can come before the throne and offer our praise unto him. See, worship is not some religious exercise. Come on, we don't come up here and, and Sister Dez or Sister Cherise come up and goes, come on, let's get ready to worship, amen. Raise your hands up. Stretch them high like you don't care. You know, it's not like an exercise. It's not something religious. It's not something that we just do, amen. Come on, worship is a way to bring his presence and his power to you and I, amen. Something supernatural happens when you start to worship God. We worship God, and guess what? He shows up. Come on, God moves. Come on, come on. We have some moments in this place, just in the midst of worship, amen, that you feel the very presence of God, amen, that you start to move. People start to come to the altar. Why? Because something is drawing them. They say, you know what? I need to come. Some of you guys bow down humbly before the king, amen, because there's something supernatural happens when we start to worship. His presence and power will transform, change us, and change our circumstances all through worship. Do you know that people can actually get healed through the course of worship? So the words be, uh, the words holy be your name is really at an exalting of God, listen, and a humbling of ourselves. So you cannot worship God without being humble. So when you're actually worshiping God, you're exalting him and you're humbling yourself. See, holiness is shown in the Bible as something related to God. Listen, God's completeness. Because God is complete. Can somebody say amen? Come on, there's nothing lacking in God. Nothing needs to be added to God, amen. There's, he's more than enough, amen. Uh, come on, church, really Jesus is all we need. Come on, that's all we need is Jesus. You get a little Jesus inside of you, you start to worship God in your, in your midst of your trouble and pain, and watch God just show up when you start to humble yourself. When you start to lift him up, amen. Really, Jesus is all we need because his holiness, listen, is complete. Because God, it is God's nature to give. 
And he wants us to share his holiness, his holiness with us, listen, in order to what? Complete us. You ever feel lacking? Get into the holiness of God. Start to worship God. Start to direct your prayers to the Father in heaven, amen. Uh, And you start to just worship him, amen. And his holiness brings completeness to us. Come on, somebody. Come on. First Peter chapter 1, 15 to 16, it says this, but he who is called, who has called you is holy. You also be holy in all your conduct because it is written, be holy for I am holy. Listen, God is so ready to pour himself in you. Each time we gather, he's so ready to touch you. He's so ready to fill in a need. He's so ready to just move and pour his love inside of you. Amen. He is so ready. And also to, to pour in, to, to, to complete those areas in your life that are lacking. Those areas in your life that are unholy because of sin. Come on, when you come to the altar of God and you simply exalt God and you humble yourself, amen, then God starts to fill those areas that are lacking in your life and start to remove that sin in our life. Come on. See, as we worship God, as as you worship God, he responds with his personal power and he begins to sweep away those things that remain because of the past. Come on, get into the presence of God and you start to direct your prayers towards God and watch what he does inside of you. The Leviticus chapter 11, 45 says this, I am the Lord who brought you out of Egypt to be your God. Therefore, be holy because I am holy. See, this verse holds a promise of holiness and completeness for us. God guarantees that his life in us will grow more evident and will transform us powerfully. How many have been transformed by the power of God in this place? Come on. Come on. Anybody here, ex-drug addict, ex-alcoholic, amen. Come on. Come on. He has transformed us, amen. Some of us were thieves, hallelujah. Come on. Come on, God transformed us, amen. There's something happens when God comes into our life, amen. We start to grow, and it's evident within our lives, amen. And there's a transforming power that changes to who we were before, who he's called us to be, amen. And so we're no longer that. Now we are a child of the living God. Can somebody say amen? See, Jesus instructs us to to enter the Father's presence with worship. And point the way of faith that can transform our lives and the lives that we encounter. See, God, Jesus is telling us right now, this is how you got to pray, guys. When you pray, don't pray with your wants. And and we can come with our wants. Don't, Don't get me wrong, but that shouldn't be the first thing that we say when we come to Daddy. Gimme, gimme. I want this. I, I need this. I want more money. Give me this and give me that. And, you know, that, that, that's not the, the relationship he wants to have. He wants to, he wants to have a, a father to son, a, a father to daughter relationship. So Jesus says, you know, guys, when you pray, when he was telling his disciples, when you pray, pray to our father who's in heaven. Our daddy's on a throne. He's in heaven. This is where we direct ourselves. We're not praying to a God uh, out there that we don't really know whether he's at. No, our God's in heaven. 
And he's a holy God. You know, holy, hallowed be thy name. It's, that's a, that's a, that's, that's a, that's, you're worshiping God for who he is. And when you start to come into his presence, that you can, you can have the boldness and you can have the confidence that you can go to your daddy who's in heaven and say, Daddy, this is what I need. This is where I'm lacking. But first, you got to worship him. Glorify him for who he is. Thank him. You know, when you get right in the morning, you're supposed to thank Jesus, right? Thank you, Jesus, for another day. And you start to thank him. For everything. That's why even in the scripture, uh, in Philippians, amen, where it says, you know, I don't, I don't worry, but I, I pray, right? And he says, I, I pray and I ask him what I need, but then I thank him for what he's done. There's always a thanksgiving. There's always a praise. There's always a something that you do before God, you know, then started asking a set of, of a list of things. Otherwise, we're just thinking him that we're just using him. You know what, I, I'm going to, I just, I want to go to my dad because I can get things from him. No, no, there has to be a relationship. God, I love you. I praise you. I thank you for what you did in my life. I, I thank you for the blood that was shed by your son. Amen. I, I thank you for the cross of Calvary. Amen. I, I thank you that on that third day you rose again and you conquered hell, death, and the grave. Amen. I, I'm thankful, God, that I'm set free, God. And then you can start to go to your list. But, Father, I need this, this. In that. But you have a confidence. This is a, that when you pray that way, then you, you thank him for what he's done, then he'll bring out a peace that surpasses all understanding. So, so once you come with a gratitude of thanksgiving and praising him, then you have that confidence that he's going to take care of whatever needs that you need. And it causes you to worship him more. It causes you to praise him more, church. See, when you start to praise God, this is prayer. This is not, this is, this is part of prayer. That, that you're worshiping God, you, you're thanking Him, you're praising Him. It's all part of the prayer. He says, you know what? Direct your, 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 your prayers towards heaven, to your Father in heaven. He, he, he's a holy God, so honor Him. Hallowed be thy name. You're, you're giving Him honor, you're giving Him praise, and then you can come with your requests. And we do that, church. It, it brings transformation in our lives. It breaks things. You know, you've seen people at the altar, church, and they're just getting lost with God, and all of a sudden things start to break. Right? God's just breaking things. All of a sudden people are, are just crying out, pouring out because something just broke. Come on, a, a chain just got loose. Some, something just happened inside of them. The, something, something touched them. And it's all through the power of, of, of worship. Praising the Lord, amen. And there's an encounter that we have that, that, that brings the very transformation that we need, the, the very things that are lacking inside our lives because his holiness brings completeness in our lives. And, so, and then God just starts to move and pour out everything and starts to fill in those voided areas in our lives. And as we get up, guess what? It starts to transform the lives that we encounter, right? When you got, you got some praise, you got Jesus on you, amen, people notice that, amen. They, they, they see something different inside of you. They, they see something that they want, amen, something that's lacking in their life. And you have it. And you have something to offer that, that can pour into them what God has poured into you. There's something that is, 
They see. But it has to be by praise, church. You got you to you glorify God. And, because when you start to do that, and you start to sing a little bit, it, it, things seem to be a little bit better. You're not, you're not going as desperately to God. You're going confidently to God. You know, it's, it's not a question mark anymore. It's not a question that God's going to meet your need. It's not a question that God's not going to heal you. It's a confidence because you start to worship God and you start to really identify or declare who he really is. And, and, and it causes you to sing. It, it, it causes you to worship him, not because someone's telling you it's time to get up. It's not because someone's telling you to put your hands together. It's not because someone's telling you to lift up. No, you're lifting up your hands. You're, you're praising God. Some of you guys have to just have your, your own worship service at home, just praising God with no music, just singing to God. Right there before you even start asking him anything. By praying. See, he's, he's giving us a list of things that we're going to go through that we need to do before we even approach him. You know, this is, this, he tells, Jesus tells his disciples, this is how you ought to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. See, prayer is surrendering to God. When you actually start praying true prayer, it, it's, a, it's a surrenderance to God. You're, you're surrendering everything to him. You're coming to him with confidence and boldness. I can go to daddy for anything. I don't have to be timid. I don't have to be afraid. I, don't, I can go to daddy confidently. I don't go there just looking for him. And that, that, that's our relationship is it, that he just gives me. No, no, he, he, I, I can go with him. He, I can go confidently. I can, I can, I, why? Because I love him. I, I praise him. And I know that he'll take care of me. So when you're praying, your prayer is actual uh, surrendering to God. You're surrendering. You, you're just, God, here I am. God, I come to you. I, God, you're my God. You're my Father who's in heaven. You're a holy God. And, and you start to list all the things of the prayer, and then you start to go to him confidently. On whatever you need, you can, you can approach his throne with the confidence. We, our, our, our prayers are directed. We, that's why people look up, amen. They're, they're looking towards heaven because there's a heaven. There's a, there's a throne. There's a father that's up there, amen. The, a God of all universe, the, the God of who, who, who is and will always be. He's our God. He's our Father. He's the, the great I am. He's, he's the Alpha, the Omega. He's everything, the bright and morning. He's everything. Without him, we are nothing. And so when you start to glorify him, then the sense of, of, uh, of, uh, uh, of, of gratitude starts to come back. And, and, and you're not approaching him, and like I said, in that desperation. I know that we can be desperate, but we can go confidently. Little. You can go confident. You don't need to freak out because daddy's going to take care of you. And so when you start to worship God and come to him that way, and you start to know that he is a holy God, that his holiness is going to complete us in whatever is lacking in our lives. Whether it be finances, whether it be healing, whether it be relationships, God will fill in whatever is lacking in your life. And also remove and sweep away those things that need to be removed. 
Because sin is the only thing that keeps us unholy, church. You know, that's why we've got to check our hearts. That's why we've got to die to ourselves every day. And that's why we've got to put on the full armor of God because this flesh, come on. You know your flesh. Come on, you're, you're, our flesh, we're wicked. Come on, our, our, our hearts are deceitful. Our, our hearts are dirty. I mean, even our righteousness are filthy rags before the Lord. You know, we, 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 we ain't that good, church. Apart from God, amen, we need Jesus. I don't know about you. I need Jesus. Hallelujah. I need his holiness to complete the, the emptiness in my life or the, the parts that are lacking inside my life. He completes me. He makes me whole. And without, with, with, with Jesus, I lack nothing. I don't need material things to feel complete. I don't need those things to fill in joy that he gives me. Because when you know that you got him and he's living in you, then really that's all you really need. Just give me some Jesus, amen. Come on. That's all you need. Call on Jesus. And he'll always, he'll always rescue us. He'll always be there for us. He'll, he'll always show up when you call on him. Amen? So we got to continue to, to seek him. And, and, and Jesus is really speaking, as I said to the disciples, he's speaking to us now. Guys, this is the way you need to pray. For some of us, you know, we even say, I don't know how to pray. You know, well, he's, he's showing us this way. When you go, this is how you pray. You know, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And then he goes through the list that we'll go through. But this, he's telling them, this is how you start first. Know who you're praying to first. And know that there's a Father in heaven that you can call out to. And know that he's a holy God. So worship him. Praise him for who he is. And when that starts to happen, things start to happen within our lives, church. Just the very moments of those two pieces of the prayer, God starts to reveal himself inside of us. God's power starts to flow within our lives. Amen? So in closing, as we pray that, our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be thy name. When a person generally says, Father, that person is surrendering to God. It shows that the God who's in heaven is the believer's father. He's your father. He's my father. Hallowed be thy name, that his name is holy and is to be set apart. It's different from all other names. And holiness, his holiness is complete. And it completes you and I. It completes us, church. Amen. So let's continue to focus on the prayer. Let's focus on how to pray by starting off by who you're directing it to and know that he is a holy God. Amen. Mm -hmm.